right there. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I got that's right. I got distracted. No, that's right. Okay, we're back. This is uh, <laughs> part two of What You Saying featuring Alex Russell. This Hello. is the official Living Rock Youth podcast. Wicked. I love saying that. <clears throat> I, like the, I like the hoodie. <sighs> Thanks, Alex. If you've not seen the merch, everyone, I'm sure James could hook you up. Do I guess? Do I get one for being on the show? Um, honestly, I don't. No. Do I? No, you don't get any. You don't get anything. I mean, you get to take a picture with the hoodie. Can I which, wear it? Yeah, you can wear it. Oh, yes. Yes. Why not? Let we will post a picture <laughs> to both the the youth page and the there's a what you say in Instagram page. We'll post a pillock. Pillock. <laughs> we'll post a picture of Alex wearing our very snazzy hoodie. I'm not sure I'll fit, but we'll give it a go. I might drape it over me just so it looks like I'm wearing it or you can hold it you know in like a football player signs oh we could do that Mm. anyway there's enough of that so part two we don't really know what's going to happen here but we're just going to go for it cool you mentioned it in the first part Um, can you just talk to us a little bit about your mm, how shall I wear this talk to us a bit about how you became a Christian I know you obviously mentioned that you grew up in a Christian family and you were born into it but um, at what point did you at what point did you know that you wanted to make a decision for yourself how did you know if you can explain that Mm. and um, yeah start there maybe well like I said I I don't even remember the age um, and I don't even remember the specifics but I just remember um, standing in a Sunday meeting next to my dad and um i just remember praying a prayer with um alex uh, alex craves and my dad mm. and just knew that that was the right thing i can't explain anyone mm. that can't explain the logic behind it mm. um and then from then on it was just i was a christian mm. um <clears throat> I didn't get baptised until I was about 11. Okay. So I had a fair bit of time in between. Um, And that was down to me, Mm. down to my parents for various reasons. Um, And, you know, I was never... Although I was a a Christian, I still made mistakes. Mm. Um, You know, just being a kid really mm. um doing things that i shouldn't have done testing boundaries mm-hmm. things yeah. like that um but when i got baptized when i was 11 i really um made a conscious decision at that point although i was saved it was really for me i vividly remember at that point okay i need to stop this i need to stop mm. this i need to do this and do this because um i had experienced something of god which I knew was so real mm. um, I couldn't ignore it mm. and I didn't want to yeah um, so yeah yeah so here's a question for you how did how ha- did your um, how did your your faith and your your attitude towards your faith change throughout your say from the age of like whenever it was five or six that you think mm. it was, was that you <clears throat> became a Christian up to the point of like 18 how how did it all okay. develop how did it change and what what caused those changes do you think yeah um i think it's a, a couple of things um being in a christian home personally for me 
um, I had my parents around me who um, were very practical in saying, you know, we tithe because of this. Mm. We um, we pray because of this. Mm. Um, and seeing God move in those situations when um, we didn't have a lot. Um, I knew my mum and dad were tithing mm. and I knew that God was would bless my mum and dad for that. Mm. Because... Um, if God said who he was and said what he would do and I knew that was true then he would do it because we obeyed him so that was a big thing Um, having Christian friends was a huge impact from the age from when I got saved to 18 Mm. mainly because um, I had people who understood what I was going through at school Mm. Um, none of my friends at church went really went to the same school as me Mm. so I would see my church friends on a Sunday eventually Friday when I started to go to youth and that that was pretty much it Mm. Um, but having friends that I could you know talk with relate with even just hang out with Mm. um, but we shared the most important part of our lives together Mm. it was fantastic and invaluable Mm. and like i said in part one you know um still have a lot of those friends today and although the friendships may have changed because of different circumstance or whatnot they're still a a major part of my life Mm. really Mm. did you um did you did all of your friends at your school know you're a christian um just interesting that you talk about you know all of your friends from youth from church did not go to your school mm. um kind of isolates you a little bit as a yeah. christian in your school but were you um were you quite open about that or um primary school no yeah. i was very conscious about not being the weird one yeah um even though it's not weird yeah. this is the fun this is the <laughs> ironic thing it isn't weird um but something within me thought it would be mm. uh, or it'd be perceived as that um but when I got to high school, my circle of friends completely changed, um, which I'm very thankful for. Mm. And I really made a conscious effort that it was. I never even just met. I never met people and said, "Hi, I'm Alex. I'm a Christian." It was just, "Oh, what are you doing at the weekend? Well, Saturday. I don't know. Sunday morning we have church." And then mm. I was just drop little things like that into conversation and. Um, as I got older, I've I've kind of been of the view, um, and it's changed now because I'm as I've grown up, I've become a lot more confident. Mm. Um, but I was very much of the opinion: as soon as I meet someone new, try and get it into conversation as soon as I could, <laughs> just because then it was out there, it yeah, was done. Yeah. They knew who I was, yeah. and then um, it would in my head I'd built it up that it was always just going to be this weird awkward kind of moment mm. Mm. and it didn't have to be yeah. because it was just part of who I was and people had to accept that mm. so yeah okay that's interesting I just wanted to because I'm going to ask you a couple of questions now that are um, specific to, to youth and to young people okay. which I consider as both young Christians Alex young yeah, young I'd, men I'd consider myself young um, but I just wanted to get a bit of context really as to what your 
background was and what mm. your experience was before we do that so um and it actually it was interesting this morning hearing chris share about rome and the situation that that yeah. was in and he, he made a couple of references to um a lot of the things that are happening today people see them as modern and actually this was all happening back then but um growing up as a young christian in the current uh society in the current world is um very interesting and there's yeah. a lot going on and there's a lot of things moving and changing and I wanted to ask you um, what do you think the biggest challenges a young Christian might face mm. are um, yeah I think um, I'm, I'm pretty sure Chris because James sent me these questions in advance and I wrote some stuff down I think Chris had my phone <laughs> to be honest um, identity is a massive thing yeah knowing who you are and um you could drill it down into the whole identity crisis at the moment with um am i really a a boy a mm. girl a man mm. a woman but just knowing who you are knowing um why you're here for so that purpose as well um yeah it, i i fully believe if if as young christians we can confidently know that Jesus died for us Jesus has saved us mm. um, and we can live in that truth then no matter what happens at school, college, university nothing can hinder you, mm. nothing can stop you um, so actually, although it is a challenge can actually become um, a real positive thing to mm. know your identity mm. what about um, what did you face when you were a Christian <clears throat> was there anything anything that you what you found at the time this is a challenge to me and I don't you uh, know I don't quite know how to respond to this uh, yeah I guess uh, another one which I imagine a lot of people are facing today is authority um, which is a big it's not a big word but it's like a heavy word that we band around a bit Mm. as Christians but um, one thing my mum and dad said to me was you're not allowed a girlfriend until you're 16 so I you know obeyed them yeah. and that was the case um, <clears throat> but because I was the only one at school who didn't have a girlfriend okay. everyone assumed I was gay really? yeah and um, that was really tough mm. to kind of like oh maybe I could just you know get a girlfriend without my mum and dad knowing because mm. I knew it wasn't mm. um, and I really stuck with stuck with that thing actually you know what there's a bigger picture here mm. um, I'm, I'm I'm not gay <coughs> uh, and God has a better plan for me than you know people take people making that assumption mm. because I'm honouring my mum and dad mm. Um so yeah authority is a was a big a big thing because you were so torn between wanting to be liked mm. wanting to be involved um but equally that that was that's all great yeah but equally there was something bigger that i had to mm. listen to mm. interesting if i could flip it on its head a little bit then because you know i don't want to i don't want to just sit here and talk about all of the <laughs> problems we might have <laughs> I want to ask you what are the um, what do you think are some of the biggest opportunities we've got 
mm. today you know in yeah. thinking about things like the use of social media thinking about again Chris mentioned it this morning but people are just looking a lot of people now are just looking for something <coughs> some, something to believe in something they can yeah. um, ground themselves in and um, given everything that's happening what are some of the biggest opportunities we've got yeah. ahead of us I think um, the social media one's really interesting um, the way we use social media in terms of um, being honourable on it mm. is really key I mean um, I don't use social media as much as other people but from what I can see on there people putting pictures of themselves which are not great mm. um, the comments that people put you know we can be using social media to really uplift people mm. to you know show them the scriptures and things I think um, in social media and applying that into your actual face-to-face interaction mm. you know building people up showing them um, showing them how a Christian lives not just quoting the bible at them mm. although that's a great thing to do to know the word for someone who's not a christian who may be quite like on the fringes of i'm not sure about it mm. the best thing that you can do is show them how to live mm. according to the word um i remember when um it was a couple of years ago there was some legislation going through which clearly contradicted the bible mm and uh Sean went to Tony Ling and said oh you know how how do we do this you know what do we show them mm. and he was like it, it was all to do with gay marriage mm. and um Tony just said it was nothing he said are you married to this person and he said well yes and he said show them how to love your wife mm. show them what it is to be a good husband what a good what a family that God designed looks like show mm. the world that because then they'll see what it's meant to be like what it was originally designed for mm. and that's always stuck with me because I've you can apply that into loads of areas of life and just think actually if I just show them what the Bible says not necessarily by quoting it mm. show them what Jesus was like then I can make a positive impact in in my school in my college in my workplace mm. okay this is a um unexpected question for you okay so just mentioned about social media Mm -hmm. what is something really simple and really practical that each and every single one of us that has a social media account could do next week that would be um that would be making the most of this opportunity and could be anything could be just posting a scripture or it could be commenting a scripture or sending somebody a message or whatever yeah What's something simple that could be a challenge for us? I think flipping negativity on its head. Mm. Um, loads of people are negative about their appearance, about their um, intelligence, everything. People are, are really quick to be negative about themselves. Mm. So just giving someone a positive comment, mm. you know, if you're seeing that, you know, um, yeah, and doing it from a place of, you know what how jesus sees them mm. um i think that would be yeah it'd make a big difference it would. Is. yeah if if someone's really feeling that way about themselves for someone to genuinely say 
no actually i think you're mm. um you know you're beautiful because jesus sees you as beautiful actually no you are you're really good at this mm. um yeah mm. and you know that doing that within itself can be a way for people to um to ask you more questions to ask yeah. you that, that if you did something like that it would just intrigue people and the the motivator to do it doesn't have to be you know i'm going to say something nice to somebody so that they ask me about mm. my faith we should do it just because we love people and, absolutely and it's true but as a result they may come back and ask you questions yeah. and that's a great way for um to just be able to easily share yeah the gospel with people um what other opportunities have we got do you think is there anything else that is fairly specific to this current time this generation that is a opportunity for us do you mm. think um i think the reverse to social media is actually seeing people face to face to be honest yeah, that's interesting um you know we we live in an eight we live in a, a world now where everything is online everything is instant yeah um and there's I personally believe seeing someone face to face having a conversation with them you could you could have the same conversation on social media with someone um as you would in person and it would be a completely different conversation mm. you could say the exact same things but you don't get the body language you don't get the actual interaction you don't have the distraction of other things popping up on your phone or yeah. whatever you're using. And I just think making that time to go and see someone, to spend time with someone mm. shows a lot more love. It yeah. shows a lot more um, care, to be honest. Mm. So I make it a big thing, not just to text my friends. Mm. Um to actually go and see them or even if a phone if it's a phone call i mean mm. that's you know still something mm. um and i'd urge that with your non-christian friends because yeah it's great if they're seeing you know what you like on social media um but i really believe they'll see more if you see them in person mm. i definitely agree with that because i mean you could you could post something on social media but it's because of the vast amount of things out there mm. you just it's so easy to be for it to be scrolled past or oh, for it yeah. to be just clicked past and not even recognized and taken in so like i'm trying to think of an example you could um so let's say somebody put up a status on some sort of social media um app about how they're feeling down they're not feeling good mm. about themselves you could post a comment and it's great to post a comment say actually um you know i'm here for you i think you're great at this or whatever you know what we were talking about before you could post that but the vast amount of comments that it could be something that could get uh you could miss it mm. you probably wouldn't but you Absolutely. could miss it but actually if you if you go up to somebody and say to them face to face you know i just wanted to tell you i wanted to tell you you're good at this i just wanted to tell you i appreciate this about you yeah that just can have a huge huge impact can't it oh, it's, massive it's crazy but doesn't mean you shouldn't do the first thing. I think they're both, <coughs> no, they're both I, excellent ways of I think, communicating. Um, the, the world is moving in a way which is social media orientated. Mm. And um, I think as Christians, we shouldn't shy away from that. It's something we, sh we should embrace. Mm, definitely. Um, 
and actually i would argue as christians we should be the forerunners of using social media you know coming up with new apps coming up mm. with different things to help people's lives yeah. i really believe that but i also passionately believe um we shouldn't take away um face-to-face interaction mm. um i i believe jesus can touch people through social media but when i read in the bible he went around mm. doing meeting people doing, doing things. things yeah meeting people healing people i kind of think you can't really you can go around on social media but it's not as easy yeah <laughs> no definitely that's a good point oh i'm glad you said that mm. that was a good point um are there any other is there anything else other that was on you know obviously i sent you the question is there <coughs> anything else that you thought of that you we've not covered yet anything else that you wanted to say i don't think so yeah I think, that's okay for I, think, I think we've bought i think i've got everything out and yeah. i liked the additional questions to be honest Did you? i like the curveball good like a good curveball okay good well what we'll do then is um we'll bring this to a close cool that was very good thank you for coming <laughs> taking okay. the time thank to do for, that thank you for having me um but what we need to do first is we need to see how you got on when we put our oh, guest yeah. to the ultimate test in the quest to be the best so your first <laughs> your first question oh i love doing this makes me happy <laughs> uh was what one animal cannot stick its tongue out do you remember what you said? I said hippopotamus. You did say hippopotamus. I should just say, I've just found these questions and facts off a really random website, so don't hold me against this, but I believe them to be true. I trust it. Okay. The answer was a crocodile. Because All right. apparently a crocodile's tongue is is um just like stuck to the roof of its mouth. To the roof? Yeah, apparently. Really? That did make me think, well, why does it have a tongue? Like, what's the purpose of it? But <laughs> that's what it says. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the second question was, how many steps are in the Eiffel Tower? You said... 574. Yeah, you did say 574. The answer is 1,665. That was close. Was it? <laughs> it's kind of, kind of close. <laughs> it's like a third. I've never seen it, so I don't know how big it is. So... Mm. That's, that's quite a difficult one to be fair I'm just making excuses to be honest James this ah, is let you off. and your final question oh we need to work this out okay there the must be like a days to minutes calculator yeah so the final question was during your lifetime how long will you spend brushing your teeth and I presume that's based on two minutes a day for the average lifespan what oh, did okay. you say so, so how many minutes was it I've got you, you said 119,000 minutes no, one hundred nineteen thousand three hundred ninety-two minutes. Apparently, that's eighty-two point nine days. Really? Yeah. Okay. The answer, according to my sketchy website, is thirty-eight days. <laughs> They're just not brushing their teeth enough, James. To be honest, that's dental, interesting. That's poor that's dental like, hygiene. What was what? How many days was that? Eighty-eighty-two point nine one. So it's almost double. It's over double. Maybe they're just calculating bedtime, yeah. bedtime brush, bedtime brush, or just one minute each each way. I tr- do you know what Alex? I trust you more than I trust that website. I mean, I, I it's, that's just maths, to be honest. And so, for that reason, Alex, I'm going to give you a point for that oh, one. Yes, a full point, a full whole point. Ah, oh. so the leaderboard as it stands. I hope you're listening, Beth Guy. Yeah. 
the leaderboard as it stands in first place is Alex Russell yes come on with one point and in second place is Beth Guy with half a point does Beth get to come back on to try and go at the leaderboard she may be back on at some point oh okay I, thought, I was hope, really hoping he was going to say no then so <laughs> I'm still top of the board but it depends who's on next week well I can reveal well I'll reveal that in a minute okay. actually the other thing we have for you is um, Beth Guy left you a question oh she left me a question she did leave you a question which was um, apparently you enjoy eating crisps love crisps yeah there we go yeah. that's good she said what would your ultimate flavour of crisps be with your ultimate favourite dip oh uh, chips and dips I'd go sour cream and onion Pringles mm-hmm. with a sour cream dip wow I'd double up the sour double cream double up on the sour cream I love sour cream yeah. sounds heavy like sour cream and chive yeah <laughs> Alex's face right now is lighting up. I'm so hungry. <laughs> it is past lunchtime. We've been talking about pizza buffet as well. So. Yeah. <laughs> and finally, our next guest is Lauren Shooter. Wicked. She's going to be here in a couple of weeks. <clears throat> so can you leave a question for Lauren? Leave a question for Lauren. Sorry, I didn't. Prepare, I didn't pre-warn you of this one, but there you go. <laughs> no, that's fine. Um, my question for Lauren. Hmm. <laughs> What would you ask Lauren Shooter? Anything you want. Can I leave her a challenge? Oh, yeah, leave her a challenge. That is a sick idea. Ten push-ups. <gasps> on. On air. On air? On air. Wow. Ten push-ups on air. Yeah. That is mad. I think that could be really funny. Nice. I, I mean, Lauren might smash it out of the park. I don't know. I, well, we'll see. But I'd, I'd be interested to hear that. Great. Yeah, Lauren, if you're listening, you better get practicing. How long has she got? Like two weeks? She'll have uh, two weeks to train? Two weeks. Yeah. You can let's do ten yeah. two weeks, I thought. Just do one a day and you'll have done in less than two weeks. Yeah. Okay. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much, Alex, for no, doing the podcast. You. Thank you for sharing with us. Thank you for encouraging us. And um, yeah, I'm sure the youth will be in contact <clears> to tell you how good it was. Wicked. Uh, no, thank you for having me. I've, I've enjoyed. Good. We'll see you in two weeks, everybody, with Lauren Shooter. Over and out. Bye. <laughs>